new retro future chic designs, 14 and 16 inch displays, maybe, maybe mini LED displays, massively multi-core M1X processors, up to 64 gigabytes of RAM and eight terabytes of SSD, MagSafe, USB-C, Thunderbolt 3, HDMI, SD, all the ports. It's what I've personally been waiting for, what so many of us have been waiting for, and it could be coming as soon as next week's WWDC keynote. Let's do this. Sponsored by Brilliant. Over 70% of you watching this video still haven't subscribed, so hit that button and bell and I'll give you a cookie, an emoji cookie, promise. Okay, so ever since the 2018 iPad Pro, Apple's been going all in on this iPhone 5 inspired design language. And after assimilating the iPhone 12 and M1 iMac, it sure sounds like it's coming for the MacBook Pro next. Biggest visual refresh in half a decade. All squared off edges, extruded round wrecks, and flat just flatter than iOS 7 flat. And that might leave just a little less space inside. But once Apple rips the hot, hangry Intel and AMD out and replaces it with their own custom silicon, they won't need anywhere nearly as much space, especially if they're also yoding the touch bar as well, which, true confessions, I will miss as a way of scrubbing tabs easily and accessing shortcuts quickly. But since Apple hasn't done anything to improve it in the five years post-launch, not haptics, not textures, not anything, well, then, like dinosaurs, it absolutely had its chance and nature and Apple have now selected it for extinction, RIP. As for the bezels, you know it. Apple has already Thanos snapped those in half on the big MacBook Pro, taking it from 15 to 16 inches. So what remains to be seen is whether they'll whittle the casing down even further and just ratio them completely out. But the 13 inch still needs its snapping. It still needs to be pushed out to 14 inches in the same or similar sized frame. And the 16 inch can even be manually switched from 48 to 60 Hertz. So you can better edit 24 frames per second movies as opposed to 30 frames per second TV, which is good, it's great, but could be better. As in ProMotion adaptive refresh rate on the iPad Pro better which can ramp all the way up to 120 Hertz for smoother than buttery, just geese smooth scrolling, or down to 24 Hertz for static images. No rumors yet, but I really want it. Same for mini LED, the other edge that the iPad Pros currently enjoy. It provides almost OLED levels of dynamic range and contrast without OLED level issues like off-axis color shifting where it can look too red or too blue at an angle or lack of consistent brightness where there can be splotches where there's a lot of white on the screen. But it has its own issues like blooming around bright areas, which is especially wicked obvious in the dark. Still, mini LED seems more practical, more available, and just more affordable at MacBook display sizes right now. But it seems uncertain whether or not Apple will have it ready in time for this year's models, or if they'll have to push it off till next year's models, and whether or not it'll be on both the 16-inch and 14-inch MacBook Pro, because on the iPad Pro, mini LED only went on the bigger, better able to absorb the $100 price bump, 12.9 inch model, but it does sound like Apple's gonna be just way more aggressive with mini LED on the Macs than they're currently being on the iPads. Speaking of which, speakering of which, the 16 inch is currently the only MacBook Pro with Apple's top of the line spatial audio speaker system and what they call studio quality mics. So will the 14 inch with this redesign finally get that same treatment or will it be stuck as a second class sound citizen? And yeah, those webcams. Will Apple stay with the 720p as in potato M1 MacBook style cameras? Or will they finally find a way to cram a thick as in thick 1080p sensor like the M1 Max into that ultra thin lid? And I am very much hoping for the latter. I will even take a bump. I will even take a notch at this point to get it. 
who's with me. As for ports, we're supposed to be getting HDMI, SD, and don't call it MagSafe, MagSafe back. Now, the HDMI could be 2.0 like last November's M1 Mac Mini, or maybe 2.1 like the just released A12 Apple TV 4K. The SD card slot should be SDXC, UHS-2, just like the M1 Mac Mini. And MagSafe, which should have a different look than the Doc Ock tentacle version on the iMac, but similar functionality, could also transit Ethernet over USB on the power brick, which is handy on the iMac, but I think would be a game changer on a portable like the MacBook Pro. But it's the Thunderbolt ports, the Thunderbolt 3 ports that task me, because the big hope here is that we'll be getting more than the two currently supported on the M1 models, but maybe not as many as the four on the current Intel models because HDMI, SD, and MagSafe, which will be great, legitimately great for people who love those specific, soon to be static locked in hardware ports, but not so great for those proiest of pros who already dongle different with CF Express or just wanna plug in all the TB3 displays and accessories, so TBD. Powering these higher end MacBook Pros should be a higher end version of the M1 chip, an M1X chip, so to speak, not an M2, because if Apple holds to pattern, M2 would be the next generation of ultra low power chips for future MacBook Air and 24 inch iMacs and not the ultra high performance version we want for these MacBook Pros and future iMac Pros. And I know some people are worried about the numbers, but just remember Apple released an A12Z in the 2020 iPad Pro after releasing an A13 in the 2019 iPhone 11, and it was fine, like zero Fs given. No one ran headfirst into a wall and fell down. And I kind of really hope it stays that way because for the last decade, the number in the name has referred to the silicon architecture generation, not some timestamp for the release date. And X or Z has referred to extra cores, which is what it sounds like we should be getting here. Instead of four efficiency cores and four performance cores like the M1, rumor has it there'll be two efficiency cores and eight performance cores on the M1X, which unless Apple feels like they can nudge the frequencies a bit, each core should still be the same speed as the M1. They'll just be twice as many P cores to throw at any given multi-core workload. And then instead of eight graphics cores like the M1, rumor has it there'll be 16 or 32 core options. And whether that's 16 for the 14 inch and up to 32 for the 16 inch or both options for both models, we'll just have to wait and see. Same with RAM and SSD, up to 32 gigabytes and four terabytes on the 14 inch and 64 gigabytes and eight terabytes on the 16 inch, like the current comparative Intel boxes or just all the options for all the sizes. And I'll be your huckleberry and guess the former, but you'd love to see the latter. And then I'm just super curious as to what kind of active cooling system and battery sizes Apple throws at these new pros to balance out sustained performance with battery life and the increased performance levels with power draw because damn. Also, instead of 16 neural engine cores, rumor has it there'll be more or just better of those as well, which will be just legit terrific for machine learning, algorithms, neural networks, and all the next level, next gen technology that you can get in on and help shape the future with brilliance. Also math, science and computer science, logic and deduction, physics, quantum mechanics, game theory, cryptocurrency, and so much more. Because Brilliant is this awesome website and app that's built on learning while doing and solving real challenges in real time. 
with no memorizing long, messy formulas or fact sheets, no tests or grades, just instant feedback that coaches you bit by bit so you can rapidly improve and learn fundamental concepts, literally sometimes before you even realize it. So when you're ready to stop just using Macs and Mac OS and one day working on making them, you can start with Brilliant. Just go to brilliant.org slash Ritchie or click on the link in the description. Pick a course and get started today. Brilliant.org slash Ritchie. And clicking on that link really helps out the channel. Hit the video above for everything I expect to see at WWDC next week, including everything for the Mac, iPad, iPhone, watch, TV, and more. Hit that video and I'll see you there.